Talk Recorded live. This is an interactive, interactive. interactive podcast designed for audience participation. Come talk, talk, talk. text chat, or listen live at TalkShoe.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and I am the producer of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network and also a podcast consultant. Anyway, I'm coming to you with a very special episode that has been uh, inspired by a listener feedback, our first one for the Podcast Answer Man uh, show, and it's from a good friend of mine uh, from Alaska, and his name is Brad. And Brad called in regarding our listener line for the Generally Speaking Podcast Network, and he had a question. And uh, I'm going to answer his question, and then it's going to lead us into today's topic. So here's Brad's call. Hey, Cliff. This is Alaska Brad. Hey, I was wondering, is, is uh, your listener line, uh, is there a way to do features where, you know, for the Lost Podcast Network, press one for you know, the tech show press to, uh, to leave, I think it'd be easier for you to consolidate and, you know, uh, separate out your tracks if you had, you know, separate lines, but I don't know if that costs or, or whatever, but, uh, just a suggestion there for you. Uh, I'm going to get back to the, uh, show. All right. Take care. Hope your day's going well. God bless. Bye. Brad, thank you very much for that call and that question. Now, the question that you asked is very good for somebody who is doing multiple podcasts. And I would venture to say that most of the people that will be listening to this will be looking to uh, produce probably a single podcast at a time. But I'm going to go ahead and answer your question, and then I'm going to let it spark the topic of the day, which is basically listener lines and voicemails and audio comments from your listeners and how to get them and and basically going to share my experience. But first, to answer your question... Uh, yes, there are services out there that would allow me to do exactly what you're talking about, which would be uh, the ability to, say, push, press 1 for this option, press 2 for the Weekly Lost Podcast, press 3 for My Crazy Life, 4 to leave a message for about the church, and so on, so on, so on. While that is possible, one of the things is, is that in the insurance industry that I'm also in for full-time employment, I know that I hate nothing more and I'm going to mute the phone back here. Uh, anyway, one of the things I hate more than anything is this idea of having to push all these different buttons to get to all these different places. And, and, and there's one phrase that stands above all the rest as this sore thumb in the way that we respond to our clients or our customers, or in this case, our listeners, and that would be this phrase, Please listen carefully as the options have changed. Oh, man. The, to be honest with you, Brad, I, I want to I encourage podcast, listener, or podcast hosts not to go for such a system, and that's because we want to make it as easy as possible for our listeners to just call a number, leave a message, and know that it's done. And that's the really the utmost important thing here. Now, one of the things I'll tell you, is that when messages come in on our listener line, what happens is as soon as you hang up the phone, within about 20 seconds, I get an email in my inbox at Gmail. 
with your voicemail attached. I simply, as soon as I get those or as soon as I get the opportunity to uh, update myself on the email that's come in, I'll double click on it. I'll listen to the voicemail that's come in and then I will place it in an appropriate folder or label it a certain way and it then gets filed away to which show it goes to. So for me, it actually works better on my end to get everything all put in one place and then separate it out rather than try to go and retrieve different messages from different places. And uh, when you call our listener line, it just says, listen, hey, feel free to leave a message for any of our podcast shows. Now, what I want to do here is I want to share with you um, the the whole concept of a listener line or a voice feedback line where people can call in. Now, the, the idea is that audio comments from your listeners are very important. One, it lets your customer, it lets your listeners, or, or if you're doing this for a business, it lets your customers have a voice and, and it puts a voice behind words. I, for one, uh, am more apt to listen to a voicemail and 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 listen to the inflection of the voice and to hear what the the caller or the person is saying in their feedback when i when i audibly hear it with my ears it it, it means a whole lot more to me uh, because i can kind of tell what kind of emotion is being used and and the way that they speak the words that they choose when an email comes in uh, it, it's not that way. In fact, somebody can be writing in an e- in an email and share maybe some kind of constructive, positive feedback regarding your show, and it actually comes out as reading it as a very negative comment. But had they called in and actually spoke the same exact words that you read in the email, by hearing maybe the tone of their voice or or the way they kind of giggle after a certain phrase that they said in the email, you would know that it was simply a joke and that they weren't really being serious or or that they were being a little bit more tenderhearted in the way that they were saying what they were saying. And, and so voicemails are so much better in that respect. And it gives you a better feel for the people who are listening and writing in. Uh, it, it tells you that those are real humans, and sometimes we can get bogged down with lots of emails as a podcaster, and it just simply is is words on a screen, whereas a call is always a person that you're listening to. So as a podcaster, I love nothing more than to get uh, audible, recorded comments from my listeners, and heck, I even love to do live shows, as you have noticed recently that I've been doing quite a few of those. Now... As far as these comments are concerned, uh, there's another reason why they're very good. And that is a lot of people who would take the time to leave you a message like to hear themselves in your show. And if you have the type of podcast where you value listener feedback and you encourage them to call in so that you can play it in the show, I will tell you that I personally, when I leave a message for another podcast or send them in an audio comment in an mp3 file, I always listen to see if um, they play my my comment. And sometimes when I don't listen to the show to see if they play it, uh, I'll get an email from one of my listeners, and, and this has happened 
uh, with the Daily Breakfast. Now, I never miss an episode of the Daily Breakfast, but sometimes I fall about a day and a half or two days behind for the, for the show. But every now and then, I'll have, I have this friend that lives over in the UK, and Richard emails me up the other day and says, Hey, Father Roderick uh, mentioned you on his show today. And while I would have waited until the next day probably to get to that particular episode and, and then come around to hearing him mention me in that show, uh, as soon as I heard that, I immediately downloaded that show and listened for it. So one of the things that playing voicemails into your podcast does is it, is it really generates, um, um, I'm trying to think, some devotion to your show, um, loyalty. Let's let's say listener loyalty, and they feel more of a connection with you when when they when you actually play their voicemail, and then when you interact with it. And uh, one of the cool things is is Alaska Brad who who left this message, and and if you if you want to just take a moment and think about the message he just left, uh, I, I'd like you to do that because I'm going to play for you the unedited version of that message in a little bit. But Alaska Brad's called in so many times that I felt like I've gotten to know him because I would play his messages and my wife and I on our weekly loss podcast, we would we would respond to those messages and we would be like talking with him. And I can't I'll never forget the day that I actually physically called him on his cell phone while he was at work one day. And uh, since then, he and I have talked a couple times on the phone and, and we're becoming pretty decent friends. And and I think it's extremely cool. And and. And that would have probably never happened if I would have just limited myself to having Brad contact me via email only. In fact, I, I've never really, via email, uh, have have established communications with somebody in such a way that I felt that it was okay to ask for their phone number and call them. But through through this means, it, it's it's definitely been a relationship that's been built over time through a number of voicemail feedbacks. And uh, that's how it all worked out. So anyway, I played Brad's call. And I want to give you uh, a little history of my experience with listener voicemails. These are, these are basically um, ways of getting a phone number out on the Internet that you can give out as your personal number for your listener line. And these numbers, some of them are free. And I'm going to tell you about J2 Communications to start out uh, with. And then some of them cost money, and I'll explain to you why I've chosen to go that route as time has gone on. Now, if you're just starting out in podcasting, your budget is pretty tight, if non-existent at all. And so paying for a listener line to start your first show is probably not the highest priority on your list. So what I'm going to suggest, though is that you go ahead and get a free service to start out with. Now, I started out free with J2 Communications, and now you can find J2 Communications at simply j2.com. So go to j2.com and read about J2 Communications. Now, they are a free voicemail and fax service. And when you start out with their free service, there are a couple down, um, there are a couple negative uh, features about this or negative drawbacks to to using their free service. Number one, you don't get a custom greeting. That kind of bugged me at first. Uh, I was afraid that when people called, they weren't going to be sure that they were actually calling the the generally speaking podcast listener line. So I was concerned that I wouldn't get any messages. But once I started getting lots of messages, 
I overcame that concern. Uh, but the one down, downfall there is that when people called, they got, thank you for calling. Please press 1 to leave a message. Please press 2 to send a fax. And that was pretty much it. Uh, so, But that's all you get with the free service. But it, it worked out. And then also, um, one of the nice things about J2.com and the free service that you get there, your messages are emailed to you as an audio file. The only problem with the free service is that you cannot listen to them without using their special software installed on your local system to get those messages. Now, depending on how you will use uh, and, and this will be a question for another day if somebody asks me, how do I get the the voicemails into my podcast? Then that, that'll be another question. If you want to know that, ask me, and then we'll do another episode devoted to how to get audio into your podcasts. But anyway, um, when, when you uh, use the free service here, you only get these specialized files. You have to use their service or their program to actually listen to your messages. And that can be kind of a drawback, and it was. And also, you don't get to choose the area code for the phone number that you that you use when you use the free service, but you get a United States number somewhere in some area code, and it works out just fine, especially since you know, you're going to be reaching an audience much greater than your local geographic area anyway, unless you're doing a localized podcast. For example, I'm getting ready to launch a show called the Northern Kentucky Family Podcast. And to do that, it'd probably be best if I had a local phone number rather than like a California or New York or Utah number. Okay. So next up, what I want to tell you is that it didn't take me long before I, I started to at least get a minimal amount of support to not only cover bandwidth costs, but I could I could at that point start to afford to pay for uh, an upgraded voicemail account. And what I did is I went ahead and upgraded to the premium service with J2 Communications, where I paid $15 a month. There were two things that that $15 a month bought for me. Number one, I could have chosen a local number, but I, I instead of doing so, I opted to keep the same number that I had. It was working fine, and and most people were calling me long distance no matter where they were calling from anyway. And since uh, voicemails were emailed to me, I didn't have to call long distance to go retrieve those messages, so <clears throat> it didn't matter to me if it was long distance or not. Now, the, the main reason why I upgraded to the $15 a month was uh, for the fact that I could change my greeting to a custom greeting. Now, I will tell you that J2 has some issues from time to time where your custom greeting greeting does not get played, and sometimes it'll accidentally play a default greeting back to what you had with the free service. But most time, most of the times, it would pay play your custom greeting that you would record. There's still some other issues with the the um, volume of the tone at the end compared to what your recorded intro is and stuff like that, but but for $15 a month, I was able to get a custom greeting, and I was able to have them email me my voice messages in wave format, which means I did not have to listen to, I did not have to use their specialized software installed on my system. I was able to convert those automatically into playable files that I could easily queue up and play in my podcast, and that was well worth it. 
It wasn't too long, however, before I found out that Skype had this ability to have a Skype in number, and it was extremely inexpensive for their voicemail service. And I tried it out, and wouldn't you know it, I went ahead and told everybody about our new number with Skype. I had a 513 number, which was a Cincinnati number. It's still local to us. And it even had 4815 in it. And those are the numbers from the TV show Lost that are part of the mystery there. And I thought it was extremely cool. So I, I changed it, our phone number on all of our website pages. And, and wouldn't you know it, they started having problems and they lost all my voicemails. Now, I've been told that it's been fixed since then. And prior to that issue, uh, they had never really had any issues. But when I actually signed up, they were experiencing issues about a week and a half before I signed up. And they continued to have issues for another two and a half weeks after I gave up on them. So uh, I, I haven't tried Skype again since, but I went back to the pre premium J2 service. Actually, I never canceled theirs, uh, luckily, at that point. And then uh, most recently, I came across uh, Gizmo Project. Now, you can go to gizmoproject.com. That's G-I-Z-M-O project.com. And if you click on the top of that screen and click the Learn More tab, and then in the left-hand menu, you'll see a thing that says Area 775 on the left. Uh, basically, you can learn about the services that they have that's offered through CallWave, where uh, there's one in there where for $3.95 per month, you can get a customized greeting, and it will email you your voicemails as a WAV file. So I would suggest that you start out with that service. One of the things that you want to look out for is make sure you do not set up the simultaneous ringing option. And if you use Gizmo Project as a voice, as a service like Skype, uh, make sure you don't answer the calls that come in when people actually call your listener line because you could pay up to a dollar for each time you take a call. So uh, that's not good. The main problem I had with... Um, Gizmo Project's call wave service is that it always tries to ring your Gizmo account first and it waits about four or five rings before it actually goes to voicemail. I didn't like that. But for $3.95 versus $15 a month, I said, well, let's go ahead and switch. So I did. So in podcast episode number one of this show, you heard me tell you that the phone number was 859-795-1959. However, I was careful to say it's subject to change. And I knew it was going to be subject to change because of a new service I found. This new service is with uh, Broadvoice, broadvoice.com. And basically, this is a broadband voice over IP service that you hook into your high-speed internet access at home or work or wherever you're at. And it gives you the ability with what I've got right now. I have the $19.95 per month plan which is the World Unlimited plan. I can call up to 21 countries, anywhere in those 21 countries, with unlimited number of minutes, which is very nice. Now that I have an international audience, I, have, I can actually talk to my listeners in Australia, Scotland, Ireland, Sweden, the Netherlands, Germany, uh, Canada. All of these places I can call without any limit on the number of minutes that I talk and it doesn't cost anything extra. And so for about $5 more a month than what I was paying for J2, I get that. I can it's a it's a it's actually a telephone service 
using the broadband internet connection that I have. Kind of like um, uh, Vonage, I guess, is the, commer the big commercial uh, player in that field. And so it works very nicely. Now, the thing is, is my wife and I canceled our home telephone service a long time ago. And we did when we did that, we got cell phone plans which have unlimited incoming calls. Because we have unlimited incoming calls on our next telephones, we decided we did not need this telephone number that was associated with broad voice. We just wanted it to be able to use to call out when we wanted to make telephone calls out uh, to other other people from our home. And so what that means, is that since I already have this telephone number and since I have every premium service that a telephone company offers available through Broad Voice included in my package, I decided that I am going to now go ahead and switch my voicemail listener line for generally speaking over to Broad Voice. Now here's the nice thing. It, it sends my messages to my email in the form of a WAV file, not to mention the fact that I get caller ID so I get the call, the phone number and sometimes even the name associated with that phone number uh, in the email with the with the message, which is kind of nifty. And not only do I get that, but the voicemail it has an option that's called "Do Not Disturb," and that means that I can set the voicemail number to as soon as you dial the number, it does not even ring the house. It goes straight to voicemail even before the first ring. So in fact, you can try it out now and call 859-795-4057 and it'll go to our generally speaking listener line. That is going to be our listener line from this point forward for as long as I can possibly hope to have a, a listener line. Now we had our original one with J2 for almost 10 and a half months or 11 months and so I'm not too overly concerned. <clears throat> Excuse me. However, I do hate the fact that I've changed it twice within the same month. But our listeners are pretty resilient, and we have some good loyalty out there, and I think that they'll adjust well, especially when they understand why I did it. So uh, basically, those are the experiences that I have. I've went from the free J2 service, then I went to, I tried the Skype, which I understand Skype would work better now than it did for me previously. I tried that Gizmo project through their Area 775, and uh, I am now currently using Broad Voice. Now, if you were really serious about a listener line and you'd go and, and try this Broad Voice out, I'll ask that you use my telephone number as a referral, and for anybody that signs up, I get one free month of service for each referral that I get give out there. So. If you sign up for uh, Broad Voice, you do have to buy a telephone interface device for your house, but it's neat. It's a little tiny box. It plugs into your uh, your router at home with your high-speed internet access, and then you can actually plug in a telephone line into the back of this box and plug it into any outlet in your house, and then every outlet in your house then works just like a regular telephone. It is totally awesome. So if you try, if you do sign up for that service. When you sign up, it'll say, uh, how did you hear about us? And if and it'll ask you if you got a referral to put in a phone number of the person who referred you, and it would be 859-795-4057. All right, so that's my experience. 
Now, uh, basically, there are a lot of other voicemail services out there, and I want to caution you, if, if you're going to use a free service, I would go ahead and use uh, J2 Voice. I've heard some of the other ones that other podcasters have used for phone numbers uh, to get their voicemails from their, their listeners, and some of those sound really awful. In fact, some of the calls that came in under J2 Communications sounded awful, and I had to edit them, and we'll talk about that in another podcast episode. But uh, J2 really works nicely. Uh, however, if you're ever getting to the point where you you want to upgrade, I would either pay for the 15 No, I would actually suggest the $3.95 a month one through um, Gizmo Project, their Area 775 number, and uh, that's it, as long as you don't mind if it waits five rings for them to pick up and answer the voicemail. Uh, and I would definitely suggest Broad Voice if you are at the level of podcasting where you can afford 20, I think it's 23.45 per month after taxes. So, and then having the ability to call to 21 countries is, uh, is simply amazing. So that's pretty cool. Now, um, if you're just starting out, there are other ways to get audio feedback from your podcast listeners. Now, uh, in, and even without a phone, I'm not going to go into those into detail. Today was specifically uh, listener voicemail lines. However, uh, I'll just briefly touch on a couple other ways you can get audio feedback from your listeners. One is you can have them record an MP3 or a WAV file and email it to you. Uh, another way is uh, Skype voicemail. If you uh, sign up to have their voicemail service through Skype, uh, you can have them, If as long as they have Skype, they can uh, leave a voicemail for you for free. Or if you use the Skype in number, you can they can call you. And that's, a, like I said, we've already covered that. Uh, Google Talk uh, chat client, it supposedly now has voicemail. Uh, set up in it so people can leave you a message and it gets emailed to you. I haven't tried that yet, uh, but the person leaving a message would also have to have Google Talk to be able to do that. Another service out there, a very good one that I do have some experience with, is MyChingo, and that's found at MyChingo.com. That's M-Y-C-H-I-N-G-O.com. Now, MyChingo is very nice in that it's a free service uh, for up to two-minute limit for recording for your listeners, and they have a paid service where you can get a 30-minute limit. Now, what you do is you put this little code in your website design, your website layout, and for example, I had mine in the menu on my webpage, and it puts a little box in there, and it just says, click here to leave a message. And they click that button, it pulls up a little flash thing, and as long as they have a microphone, they can hit record, and it'll leave a message, and they can play it back, make sure they like it. They can start over and re-record or whatever, and then they can hit submit, and then it gets emailed to you. And some other thing, cool things is it puts out an RSS feed and stuff like that, but uh, you can actually start a podcast using MyChingo, and if anybody's interested in and uh, the idea behind a My Chingo podcast, let me know, and, and perhaps I'll do a podcast episode to that. But uh, it's a pretty nice service. I don't use it uh, but uh, anymore. I don't know why I don't, to be honest with you, but uh, I just haven't. So maybe in the future I'll, I'll put it back up. But right now, uh, most of my listeners will go ahead and just uh, call our listener line. But the nice thing about MyChingo is that anybody with a microphone anywhere in the world can leave a message for free. 
And so uh, perhaps I need to think about and consider putting that back into my web design somewhere, maybe a separate page for it. Uh, how to get voicemail, all these audio comments into your podcast? Well, we'll talk about that in another episode. Uh, one of the things I want to do is address questions as they come in. So if that's something that you uh, have a question about how to do that, then uh, email me or better yet, give me a call on my listener line at area code 859-795-4057. And that number is not subject to change, hopefully. I plan on keeping it. Uh, And basically, that's all I'm going to cover there. Uh, The one thing I do want to mention to you about voicemails, and it is important that uh, you probably learn how to edit these calls. Uh, For example, you remember Brad's message from before. Let me play for you the original message that came in. Uh, Well, first, before I do that, I'm going to go ahead and play Brad's call one more time, the one that I played earlier in the show. This is what it sounded like for you where I actually played it earlier. Hey, Cliff, this is Alaska Brad. Hey, I was wondering, is is, uh, your listener line, uh, is there a way to do features where, you know, for the Lost Podcast Network, press one, for, you know, the tech show, press two, uh, to leave, I think it'd be easier for you to consolidate and, you know, uh, separate out your tracks if you had, you know, separate lines, but I don't know if that costs or or whatever, but uh, just a suggestion there for you. Uh, I'm going to get back to the uh, show. All right. Take care. Hope your day's going well. Okay, now if you listen to that closely, it, it it sounds as if that was the actual full length message. It, you could, in 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 my own personal opinion, I could not tell that that file had been edited. However, I'm going to play for you what that sound what that call actually sounded like when it originally was sent to me. Here is the full message that Brad actually left. Hey, Cliff. Good. Let's see. It'd be afternoon to you. Uh, Nine o'clock here in Alaska. This is Alaska Brad. It's still well, starting to get daylight a little bit. It's, uh, uh, no sun here. Anyways, hey, I'm just listening to the Ask the Podcast Man, whatever that show is. <laughs> oh, this is a good message starting out already. Hey, I was wondering, is, is uh, your listener line... Uh, is there a way to do like uh, features where you know for the Lost Podcast Network press one for you know the Tech Show press two uh, to leave? I think it'd be easier for you to consolidate and you know uh, separate out your tracks if you had you know separate lines. But I don't know if that costs or or whatever. But uh, just a suggestion there for you. Uh, I'm going to get back to the uh, show. All right. Take care. Hope your day's going well. God bless. Bye. Okay. So did you, could you tell the difference between the two calls? Uh, the part where he says, uh, is it day? Is it uh, what? what uh, uh, and I mean that, and there's no problem with that. In fact, sometimes I'll leave an unedited voicemail and just go ahead and play it as is. But you can see the difference when you have the opportunity to take this voicemail that came in as a WAV file without having to capture it into an audio file. To be able to just bring that into my audio editor, uh, completely cut it down and make his his thoughts sound fluid and everything, it, 
it, it makes a huge difference. And again, if you guys are interested in learning about how to, you know, the concepts of how to bring these audio comments and feedback uh, files into your podcast, how to get them recorded into your show, email me and let me know that that's something you're interested in learning. And I'll talk about that in a future episode of the podcast, Answer Man. Hey, uh, that's all I have for today. Um, the important thing I want to mention here is that listeners and who actually write in and call in, they do enjoy hearing their names or their voices mentioned in the show uh, and put into the show, be- and, and it does build some some loyalty among your listeners. And in fact, uh, and, and it could be a way to promote your show because sometimes if somebody says something that really contributes to the conversation or to the material or content of your show, they might ha- say to a friend of this, hey, have you ever listened to this podcast? Listen to this. They played me in their show. And they could actually share that with 10 or 15 people who would then hear your show for the first time. So really that's the uh, comments that I had for you for this, the second episode of the Podcast Answer Man. This podcast uh, is a portion of, is a production of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You can find us on the web at generallyspeakingpodcast.com or just go to Google and type in the phrase generally speaking and find out what happens there. Pretty nifty. Anyway, um, I want to let you know that if you are thinking about starting a podcast and you have no idea what to do, I am available for podcast consulting now. And uh, if you are interested in finding out what my rates are for one-on-one podcast consulting, just give me an email at cliff at ravenscraft.org. That's cliff, C-L-I-F-F, at ravenscraft.org. That's R-A-V-E-N-S-C-R-A-F-T dot O-R-G. And I would be glad to talk with you about uh, working out an arrangement where I can help you get started in your own podcast Uh, for either your own personal use, your business use, or maybe even for ministry. And uh, with that, that's the end of this show. Thanks for listening, and I hope to uh, hear from you soon. God bless and have a great day.